0: Alright, you good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. full yeah, bars, i we...
1: saying full bars. Full bars? Yeah, I'm full bars right
0: now. Okay, good. Welcome to a Night Shift Football Podcast, episode 106. And I'll tell you what, it's a dull one, isn't it? International oh. break, international break, boring. Uh, So boring that Cooper didn't even want to join us tonight. He's off, his fringe show's not even on anymore, but he still couldn't be bothered. He's... No, he's, he's probably off actually working a night shift aptly named um for the pod um no he's at the he's at the, the breakup party sammy yeah they're after everyone knows the, for a week
1: yeah the real fringe kicks on after the party. yeah come on you should know this you used to be a fringe performer yourself uh, did i yeah let's not let them know though
0: <laughs> as you can hear tommy's with me um what are we going to go over? There's a little bit happening, but not a whole lot of interest. I want to start with this. We had a few people actually sent us this in. Um, Daniel, one of our listeners from, I don't know if he's still living in Denmark, but if you are, um, well, it doesn't matter if you are or not, but g'day, how are you going? Um, Sent us this, that Leeds United are the champions. Leeds United have won the league. They won the Premier League, the E Premier League. Hey. the E Premier League has won by Leeds. Uh I What's don't know. I don't know really what else to make of that. Yorkshire, but, um,
1: Yorkshire. No, it, it's it's the result of you know an organisation that believed in the group of players and they invested in them and they you
0: know they just they just let the players play football and that's what happened and yeah, we win the league. That. Good on them. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know how it works because I didn't watch any of it, but. Remember when they had the, do they still have the A-League one? Yeah, they do. It's still a thing.
1: It's the E-League, um, yeah.
0: I remember, because like, it's not the actual squads. It's nah, kind of just it's... like
1: people's like ultimate teams. Yeah, weird amalgamation. I think you've got to have like two of the squad that you're like assigned to. Yeah, and They're not right. even necessarily Adelaide fans or Sydney fans or whatever. But yeah, it's basically just like legend cards of Ronaldinho getting around and stuff.
0: Yeah, Rude you know, Frank Riker, yeah. those guys. Maradona, <laughs> LA, the huge yeah. the,
1: the usuals. It doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Why would you not just have all of the players and cap them at the same Yeah. overall? And then you can actually test out who actually is the best FIFA player. Doesn't
0: yeah.
1: I dunno. Have you watched, Yeah, you don't watch it. I, I've watched nah. a little bit of it. I've watched a little bit of the E-League. I didn't watch Leeds win. I should have. I'm not a, I'm not a true fan. You've got to support well, I'd, all, I'd all facets Leeds, of the game.
0: I'd imagine Leeds wouldn't have won it if they had to use their squad. <laughs> yeah, but if you cap them
1: all at the same level, Sam. Yeah, yeah, you, I guess, you, yeah. You, you take away the disadvantage of Leeds being very poor yeah, in his yeah. Premier League. Luke ailing it right back. Oh, uh, Rasmus Christensen is an international. Thank you. Uh, and congrats. We have them too. Okay, yeah, good.
0: Um, you're you're a FIFA player, aren't you? We're both we're both pretty full on FIFA players and have been for a long time, haven't oh, we? How do you define full on? Full on is in. Uh, we love a good uh, career mode or a, a uh, narrative a narrative based career mode. Yeah, you know we've
1: uh we've we've spent some time on it over the years. Certainly have. Two thousand and twelve was one of my favorite. I had a Cheltenham career that'll live long in the memory.
0: Mm, we had a um, co op. Um Portsmouth one for a while, didn't we? We signed Sodo Berahino and Lucas Podolsky. And you know what? The crazy thing was Podolsky kind of flopped. He was a flop. Was yeah. The, we we put too much pressure on him. We tried to do too much with him from distance. He, what he couldn't really hack it on a cold Tuesday night at Fratton Park.
1: Nah. No. Which is in, crazy because that was his home ground.
0: And we loved him. Yeah, I know. We loved him. We that was a good we activated, call-off. we activated the um what's it, the financial takeover. Or the best, the best
1: trick in the book, man. Yeah, you got to do it. I don't do it anymore. I, I did that on a current save that I have. Um, take, take us through it. It's so I've I've picked Harrogate Town because that's like the Love closest that. Yorkshire team to Leeds, I believe, or in the lowest league anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, gave myself ten mil because you need a little bit of financial backing. Yeah, but only directed it into uh, scouts for youth players. And the idea is, is that you don't play with anyone over the age of twenty five, you try and bring oh. through. All of your youth players, just to keep it interesting and try and take them up through the divisions. All
0: right. um,
1: and when you know deciding who the manager is going to be, you've got to you've got to think long and hard about who is going to identify with the club the best. And I couldn't think of anyone else than George Pell. Excuse me. <laughs> My manager's name is George Pell because it's <laughs> you know we're focusing on youth. We don't really That's... want anyone over the age of eighteen. <laughs> And I've, I saved it. My saved game is called "Pell's doing it with the kids." <laughs> <laughs> You're made him fucked. This, this grotesque old man in the tracksuit on the sidelines, because of course Pell would go
0: full tracksuit. Would he? Would he go tracksuit? I don't reckon I've ever seen him not in like the robe stuff with the collar. But anyway, we we digress. We digress. But um, my what's my latest FIFA save? Usually I have a pretty good Milan save going for a while. I don't know about you, but in the last few years, I've struggled to do the League 2 ones, you know, League 1, League 2. What I find particularly horrible on the latest FIFAs is you get to the end of the season and they're like, oh, you're at risk of losing these players because their contract's running out. And it's like all 26 of your players and somehow you've got to renew them, but you don't have any money. And your objective is also to make money. And as soon as you renew them and spend the money, all of a sudden you're in the red and you keep getting those emails every second day with a thumbs down saying, you know, we advise you, you to please check your <laughs> objectives for the year. You are not <laughs> going to hit them. And it's like, fucking give me some fucking money. It's like, what are you kind of, you Centrelink? L- leave me alone. I give me money or leave me alone. So bad. Anyway, I don't know what we're going to do next year. Cause FIFA won't be around. It'll be yeah, sports something, EA sports. Something.
1: Yeah. It's going to be a weird uh, transition.
0: Yeah. Well I'm not sure. I think I've owned every FIFA since oh three. Shit. And so you that's know That's some loyalty, bro. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be it's gonna be sad times, I think. But we'll see that's how the, we'll see what they do with
1: it. It's the problem with this decade is there's too much change. I don't like it. Too We're losing everything that we hold
0: dear. Go woke, go broke. <laughs> There'll be bogans everywhere yelling, Go woke, go broke. Something like that. Um, and are are they are they wrong? That's the question. Do you have? You oh. said, I just want to, I'm still on this FIFA thing. It was a boring week, so we can talk about FIFA, but you said 12 was your favourite. 12 was my favourite, yeah. Is I it don't, beca- because of the game or just because of the like the saves that you had? I think it was the save and it was the circumstance of the save, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. I don't know. It was just a really fun period in my life where I was staying up late
0: playing FIFA all the time. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I, I, to be honest, I could... Circle about ten years in the last fifteen. Where well, that's been my life. <laughs> that's you know, been the thing. Staying up late playing FIFA. I'm a thirty year old man now. I still love playing FIFA, but you shouldn't say it with any shame, dude. No shame. We've all well, got to have a. We've all got to have a little enjoyment. Well, that's the gaming market these days, isn't it? It's uh, twenty to thirty year olds, isn't it? Gaming marketing. Oh, you're. I literally play one game
1: every year, and that's FIFA. So you're preaching to the choir here. Yeah.
0: All right. Well. Good stuff. You got legacy?
1: <laughs> what? You got Hogwarts legacy? Who? We should turn this into a gamer pod. A gaming pod.
0: Every oh, international anyway. break we'll just talk about games.
1: Yeah, that's um, not a
0: bad idea. All right, well let's have a go at talking about actual football. Um okay. The soccer played twice this week? We played Ecuador um two times. Two times. 3-1 win and a 2-1 loss. Uh is that that's about where we're at, where we're at, isn't it? That sounds about right. I reckon
1: that's it. I reckon that's it. I reckon we're right on the money there. Uh, We win on aggregate. Do we define it by like accuracy? I don't know.
0: I'd say a win and a loss, I'd say it's fairly even.
1: Mm, Yeah, we still win on aggregate though. So that's what I'm going to take away from this. Okay. We did enough in the first leg and then, you know, you can take a defeat in the second if you're going to ride out the overall victory. So that's what it seemed like we were doing. Although on the flip side, you saw the last half an hour of this game. Why were Ecuador time-wasting in a friendly? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. How egregious is that? Like, what kind... What, what are you... Are you playing uh, like you want to win? I don't... It irks you a bit, but
0: um. I don't... It didn't, you, know.
1: you know, it didn't irk me. It just more confounded me. I thought, why? Wow, what is the point of this? Like, it yeah. doesn't... The victory means nothing.
0: Um, do you want us to start with the Friday night, the 3-1? Because mm-hmm. I think the thing, like, the thing that we were most looking forward to was involvement of Adelaide players or former Adelaide players, you know, your A.W.M. Australians, your Craig Goodwins, um, and they were pretty involved and Craig Goodwin had a real big impact.
1: Didn't he just? Um, he had a – over both games, he was fantastic. Um, but you can just see not – there's not a heavy reliance on him like there is for Adelaide United but there is that star quality that he brings when you involve him in the game. Yeah. And it just, it made me think like we're watching an elite level footballer do his thing week in, week out. And it's, um we're, we're, we're fucking blessed, man. We're so blessed to have mm-hmm. Craig.
0: The, uh, the feeling of pride we have in just seeing him put on the soccer shirt and play and not, not just, but like, I think we're used to a lot of our guys coming through from the A-League and being like, Oh, they- So-and-so got on for the last five minutes or whatever, but he's a genuine starter now who scores goals for the Socceroos. Yeah, he's in all the marketing and he's like, you
1: know, captain of Adelaide and he's taking on a leadership role in this Socceroos squad with a bunch of young guys that are now coming through. Yeah, Um, He's the perfect kind of guy that you want leading, um, you know, a burgeoning talent of players uh, to the Asian Cup.
0: Very good. Um, I don't know how you feel about the overall kind of, squad at the moment there wasn't really much else we could have picked was there it was about everything we expected
1: I'm really stoked we did a little um preview pod for the I think with the lineups came out and we were, yeah. Mick Cooper and I definitely we were just in agreement that so this was the kind of squad that we wanted to see uh picked and I was so I was so stoked to watch them over the two games because we're a really enjoyable team to watch now like football wise and likability as well You can see in the contest or off the ball or even just little snippets like uh, Callum Devon um, got uh, smacked in the head. He got a knee to the head and it cut him open hell bad. And like there was a period there where he saw the blood on his hand and it looked like he was going into a little bit of shock. Anyone can understand that. And then he gets all strapped up and comes back on and then he catches himself on the big screen. And when he sees how ridiculous he looks, he just like chuckles to himself. And it just made me think, fuck, man. I just <laughs> love the idea of a footballer on the sideline being able to see how ridiculous they are and, you know, indulge in their own self-deprecacy.
0: Yeah, good. Um, you'll have to help me out here because obviously I didn't see a whole lot of these. Uh, very busy over the weekend. Uh, but a 3-1 win in that first game. Garan Qual getting on the score sheet. So did Awima Bill and Jackson Irvine. Were we we were worthy of our win in this one? Or, you know, was it perhaps... Not a full reflection. The scoreline. Uh we. I thought we were
1: worthy. We did that thing that we typically do now, where we just give the ball to the, yeah. to the better opposition. Yeah. Although I'm saying that tonight it was kind of a fairer split, but we we were more outplayed attacking wise. More interesting shots and stuff. Yeah, yeah, which is which was okay because they weren't overly um, creative or they were. I'm not sure what the XG was, but it didn't feel like they it's created too real, many clear cuts. Well, it didn't feel like they created a clear-cut chance. I'd like to be able to refer that to something. Whereas we did, and I thought we had a banger opening 30 minutes. The first 15 minutes in particular, we were just everywhere. The the high press that we are instilling in the guys now, we look like a football team that's played together, and then we know what we're doing. And yep. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting dangerously close to saying that we maybe need to give Graham Arnold a little pat on the back for the work yeah. that he has done
0: now over the years,
1: because we actually yeah. look like a, a functioning football team.
0: Yeah. I know. We, we're getting to this. And <laughs> I every time the Bruce play, I have this confliction at the moment. We spent so long. I just, I'm always happy to be proven wrong and stuff, but I genuinely mm-hmm. dislike this guy so much. Yeah, it runs and I, deeper
1: than just yeah, opinion and it's or just fact. <laughs> the,
0: years, the years of just picking guys who didn't deserve it or like, even recently, still picking like Andrew Redman and stuff like, uh, like, I just struggle to get past that. Even if he proves us wrong, you know, I still think he's a knob out of a bloke. So, um, yeah, you have to say he has done a good jo- so, job so far. I don't know if I would have extended him as long as they have um, but Asian Cup coming up. I just wonder what you think of the opposition here, like Ecuador. Where do they sit? Is it like in terms? I think of- they're quite. I was yeah, going to say, I think, I think they're quite
1: good. Um, going into the last group stage game uh, in the World Cup, they were probably touted as going through before they lost to Senegal. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I had them going through. Yeah. So I think they're, they're a decent opposition. They're World Cup opposition. They're the same as us, last 32, doing what they can to get second in a group. Yeah. Um, and I thought they showed definitely tonight. There was a couple of players they had. Um, uh, Rodriguez, I can't remember his first name now, but he won the penalty... Uh, he just gave Tommy Dang an absolute bath tonight yeah and he was um just so physical and direct and massive so tall and that's something that we didn't deal with it would have been cool to see Harry Sutar line up against him because he didn't start the first game when Harry played yeah. Harry picked up the little knock and went back to Leicester uh, so that that would have been a good battle but against Tommy Dang he was soundly beaten and it's no bo- you know it's no more reflective in the penalty that Dang gave away
0: so this um, this is the first. This is the first time we've played since the World Cup. I think it is yeah. yeah. Um, so it's very like I don't know. It feels a little bit like we may have um held on to that momentum that came about in the national side throughout that tournament, where it looked like we like you look at the way Australia played in that tournament compared to the way we qualified, uh, and just the different level of confidence and energy about it. Mm. It looks like they maybe have maintained that. And certainly in the bits that I've seen from over the weekend or the the last two games, certainly looks like we've kind of kept some of that and we'll keep it rolling forward, which is a good sign with an Asian cup coming up. It's a good sign.
1: Fuck yeah. Uh, It's it's just the intensity off the ball. And there's so many. We saw with the Awe Mobile goal, uh, the, um, the forward press that turns it over. Jackson Irvine was brilliant over these two games. So deservedly wore the captain's armband tonight. Um, he's going to be a huge fixture going forward for this Socceroos team. He's got like a Yedinak presence about him yeah. Um, in terms of leadership, but he's better on the ball. And, you know, this is a midfield that was missing Aaron Moy as well. So yeah. we can only get
0: better from here. He still has so many haters too, I think, Jackson Irvine. Which is weird. But I think he's winning them fans. over little uh, by little. I think, little. Yeah. I just, I think it's, I'm just going to sound like a hypocrite now because I've already done it with Graham Arnold, but people will kind of make their mind up very quickly on someone. And not be changed at all. But Jackson Irvine has been excellent for the Socceroos, and his contributions uh, even throughout the World Cup were excellent. They were, they were brilliant. And you, the, the most heartbreaking
1: moment of the World Cup was him post game when we got knocked out by Argentina, like breaking, uh, like sobbing basically, yeah. while saying that he hoped the, like the team didn't let the
0: country down and stuff like that. And like uh, yeah. that guy encompasses everything you want to see in a Socceroos captain. Yeah, all for it. Um, I want to skip to one moment in the second game, which was uh, tonight. We're recording on a Tuesday night. Um, Craig Goodwin, again, involved. Oh, what can't he do? Coming in, cutting inside on his right foot, hitting the post, balls to Borrello. Borello gets his first goal in Australia for the Roos. How good?
1: Borello tap in. Craig Goodwin in that first half an hour was world-class. He was untouchable. Everything he did, he was winning the ball. He was playing one-time passes out, getting the boys out of trouble breaking open attacks, cross field ball, shots on target. He has been stellar for these two games. And he is just, his his consistency is the thing that is blowing me away. I think we said on the red pod last week, he continually shows up and delivers. And he was um, he was great in this because that the movement uh, in that attack that leads to the goal is him on the touchline playing a nice, uh, it's not really a wall pass, but... It's kind of it's just a one touch block pass that opens up two yep. defenders and gets us in behind. Uh it's genius. He's he's bloody excellent. <laughs>
0: yeah. Were you worried at all seeing that uh from an Adelaide perspective that he was starting both games? Not really. No, I just I prefer to just see him
1: rewarded. If he yeah. can't front up for us on Friday, that's fine. We'll find someone else. Someone else can do it.
0: Like this guy deserves this. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. Um, another one from Adelaide getting a start tonight. Joe Gauchi. Joe Gauchi. Bro, Joe. people
1: were f- people were frothing his performance too. He yeah? had a great start. Yeah, he made a couple of really good saves early on. Um, his best save was a one-on-one chance at the end of the first half, where he got down low and tipped it around the bar. Uh, tipped it around the post. You know, for the two goals, there's not a lot that he could do. I think he made one mistake throughout the game. He uh, on based on this performance, looks like the Socceroos number two goalkeeper. Yeah, very good. Who else is in there at the
0: moment? Still that's it. Well, redman is the third one, I suppose. So who else are you picking from? How are we still in the squad blowing my mind. I got a lot of hate the other week for saying put Jamie Young in. Yeah. Just, <laughs> that's how much I just fucking despise mm-hmm. Redmayne, man.
1: Yeah, I get it, so but Jamie Young, and you are—I know—you are, I know, are but... literally grasping at straws. And Redmayne isn't. Well, you know he's not. <laughs> Should we talk about Redmayne being neutered now in a penalty
0: shootout scenario? <laughs> like he didn't have a great penalty record before that, anyway. But you know, I'll keep harping on about it. But whatever. Um, this is this is John Crawley's intervention, man. Yeah. So what have we got? We got new 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 rules from is it FIFA or FIFA? Whatever is it, is it from? It's Ifab. From like a, Ifab. Yep. Yeah. I think that's the regulatory body that looks after the rules of the game. There's a a fucking body for everything, isn't there? Yeah. Isn't there just... I'm just going to say it came from FIFA. They fucking run a show. It came from FIFA. Um, Yeah, goalkeepers now pretty much are... Well, goalkeepers have to sit down on the bench when the other team gets a penalty. Is that correct?
1: That's basically what I've heard. Yeah. I mean, they cannot in any way obstruct the striker. Or the person hacking the penalty from scoring the penalty. No, so you may as well, maybe just sit on top of the crossbar and just you, hope that you just, can pull your legs you just have out. To, of the you just have
0: to walk up and roll it into the net, and
1: that's it. You get a you goal. Have to so- go, you have to go over and deck the linesman, take his flag, and usher the ball into the net.
0: But I think. Uh, I think the next step that they're looking at is instead of like in like in rugby league, where they have penalty tries. Or was it oh, I don't know but I so think instead of instead just, of instead of being awarded a penalty and you take a spot kick and score a goal you just get you get a penalty goal and so the goal is just automatically given and everyone goes back to the middle and what would that, that be half, half? point oh, five. Still That's be give a goal. I think give it would still, be, still just be a goal yeah excellent yeah to save us but, all the trouble of the keeper having to well not being allowed to do anything
1: that's it. It'd be like a rugby league scrum in which nothing really happens. You just kind of feed feed it through the legs. Yeah, I would. I would love to see goalkeepers now just in you know a unified revolution turn over and give every penalty a goal. Just stand there. Don't do it. Just stand there. Yeah. Fuck it. Who yeah. cares? This is such this is such a blight on the penalty shootout system, which I already hate. I fucking hate penalties. And to now just give another advantage to a striker who's already steeped in advantage in this situation is yeah. mind-boggling.
0: Um, do you think, like, is it fair to say if the goalkeeper has to just be fucking a statue, you know, one of those dickheads in Rundle Mall busking with a hat waiting for gold coins? Painted in gold. Painted in gold. Well, They're very talented at what they do, but fuck, it's boring, isn't it? Um, if goalkeepers <laughs> pretty much have to do that, Surely, strikers or attackers who are taking the penalty can't be allowed to stutter their run-ups or anything anymore. Precisely. Wouldn't you love to see that step
1: stamped out? The stutter run-up. There's nothing yeah. more. It just it feels pathetic to me. It feels yeah. like you are cheating. I don't. I don't care if your momentum is continued. The so, idea that you have to stop your run-up and try and make the goalkeeper dive before you just yeah. like just you score said the prior, goal. put it in the side netting. Just you score the goal, dude.
0: Yeah. Run up, kick the ball. You're a professional, into the side netting, just just score the done. fucking goal and walk away. Don't yeah. celebrate. I don't s- want to see s- anyone celebrate penalties anymore. Nah, score the goal, piss off, back to halfway, done. Move That's on. It. Yeah, that sounds good to me. All right. Do you <laughs> have is any- such a
1: pu- it's it's such a purest way to look at how penalty should yeah, it actually is. be taken.
0: Whatever, we'll do it. Um, do you have anything else to add on the Socceroos games over the last few days? Um, I thought there was a few moments in this.
1: I liked that we draw, we're draw. we drawing more fouls, um, especially after winning the ball in midfield in the attacking half. Yeah, very good. That shows a kind of maturity. Yeah. That's what we kind of miss in the World Cup at times was the ability just to slow the game down, put our foot on the ball. Um, we do win it very well going forward, uh, turning the ball over and stuff. Uh, Tommy Deng tonight, roasted a few times by Kevin Rodriguez. It's going to happen. I thought Metcalf, very average. Uh, no Iren Kunda.
0: Ah, I'm not bothered. That. I'm not disheartened by it. It was only added as a train on. What are you expecting?
1: I wanted him to come off the bench instead of Kuo, who looked very disinterested tonight. Okay, fair. Um, and I guess the only other stat we'll, we can round out on, uh, Moises Caicedo uh, is worth, at 55 million euros, is worth more than the entire soccer squad combined, mm. which is oh. 40.5 million
0: euros, according to the transfer market. And he was running around being a pig tonight. He was a little bit. So it was a uh, a stupian as well. They that were, one that one he put on um Irvine towards the end. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just absolutely booted him. Shocker. In the knee.
1: That was a fucking shocker, man. Yeah.
0: Um Aiden
1: no O'Neill. I thought he was very good in the first game and okay. definitely showed glimpses in the second game. Yeah. No, he's a good footballer. He's definitely a guy that can fit our six role that we need uh moving forward.
0: Good stuff. All right, we'll move it on. Um, you said prior to recording that you had some some stats for me you wanted to dish it out.
1: Oh, I do. What's this going what, on? It's whether or not I can find them oh, here we in go. enough time. Oh, yeah. Uh you may just have to feel the silence just very needed,
0: quickly. Just needed warning. <laughs> as though so you brought an idea pre pod. Mm, yep. And yeah, in yeah, the, yeah. in the 40 minutes we were on it online chatting mm. before the pod, you mm-hmm. told me about this idea, but you don't have them readily available. This takes me back to that time you asked me the, about the A-League top 10 goal scorers list or something, but you didn't actually mm. have it in front of you. I wanted you to tell me what it was. <laughs> that was the question. <laughs> no, I have these stats readily Mostly available. that's how if quiz shows worked. Well, we're asking <laughs> yeah. you because we want to know. <laughs>
1: It would give us Who to be a millionaire
0: to Teach the me. chase. <laughs> Teach me. What have you got? All
1: right. I've got these stats for you. Okay. So there was an international game played over the weekend in Europe we uh, between one team and another team. I just need you to tell me what the scoreline is based on what these stats are. Okay. Uh, the possession was 72% to 28%. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: total
1: shots, 49 to 0 Jesus. Shots, shots on target, 11 to 0. Corners,
0: 19 to 0. This was a game over the weekend. Yeah, certainly how many, was. How many guesses? They were all from the same game. Yeah, that's that's the stat file from one game. How many guesses do I get? Mm. You can have two guesses. Uh, the first one, which because I think it's obviously a trap and it's not the result I thought it would be. Um, I'm gonna. The first one's gonna be. Was it Portugal won six nil against Luxembourg or something?
1: Ooh, it's a good guess. It's not it, but you're in, you're but fishing in guess. the right area.
0: Why is it a good guess?
1: Because it's one well-known side against one Minnow nation.
0: Ah, okay. Uh the only other one I can think of that would have been that one-sided, but I can't think of how they would have scored a goal. Was I know they did score. Was Denmark and Kazakhstan? Well, how did that end? I didn't see this. A cut. Kazakhstan scored late somehow and (laughs) got a result against Denmark, I think. Yeah.
1: No. This was the Netherlands I don't
0: know. Denmark potentially. This was the
1: Netherlands against Gibraltar.
0: Oh. A classic. And the score was what? The score was 3-0. Okay. That didn't (laughs) not they did not have 49 shots. (laughs) They had 49 shots legitimately. To none, dude. And they only scored three of them. How many on target? Uh, 11. 11 out of 49 on target. Come on. Well, they shoot from it? halfway. No respect. This is terrible. The Dutch. centre-backs are
1: like Virgil van Dijk is just pinging them from 40 yards every the time Dutch. he gets on the ball. No board.
0: respect for what? Gibraltar. Culture. <laughs> no respect for culture. No, respect, why you never for the, see it. no respect for the game. It's why you never see a Dutch film up for best picture at the Oscars. No respect at all, because they're just taking pot shots from wherever, hoping something will land. Exactly. Clog-wearing,
1: clog-wearing pigs, if you ask me.
0: Can you read me the some of those stats again, please? Uh,
1: yeah, there was uh, 758 passes to 139. <laughs> 97 attacks to three. Yeah, the, three. the headline. <laughs> yeah, three attacks Gibraltar had for 90 minutes. How good.
0: But yeah, 49 mm. shots to nothing, 11 shots on target to nothing. When you look at they had three attacks and that they the amount of shots the Dutch had, Gibraltar having, what was it, 130 passes? Yeah. That seems overs for me. <laughs> How did they manage 130-odd passes when they conceded 49 <laughs> shots? Are they all, They're all surely like, well, 49 <laughs> shots, so I'm going to go. You're doing one every two minutes, right? So I'm thinking goal kick. So, they Look had on. at least 30 shots that were, were not on target. Yeah. So, I'm thinking that's a goal kick short to someone in the box, short to a fullback who's pumped it up the wing and lost the ball.
1: So, that's <laughs> like shot. three,
0: three for every goal kick. So, that's 90. Um, They've conceded three goals. So, let's say they take kickoff and they get four passes in and pump it on. That's another 12. So, we're up, we're about 102 passes now. Um, they would have kicked off one of the halves, So maybe they got another 400. So yeah, maybe they would have got to 130. I can with, see them getting the it. Three in attacks. Like, the three attacks five, as well. Yeah. There you go. five got minute that.
1: period where they're on the ball at the back, stroking it around They get 50 passes there. Cause the Dutch are just like, <laughs> who cares? <Dutch laughs>
0: that's- at the other end stroking it.
1: Yeah. That's what Gibraltar do best. They stroke it out.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Three nil to the Dutch. Yeah. Good shit. Uh, All right. Unders. Yeah. That's good. Um, I wanna quickly just see if I can find this. Um by the way, our mate Matoma scored tonight as we're recording for Japan. Uh, oh, but he's they're...
1: he's not our mate when he
0: plays for Japan. No, well I don't mind the Japanese, you know, but they're they're two one down to Colombia at the moment. It's um good. that's
1: our biggest rival, dude, in Asia. You gotta feel some animosity now. Bear
0: with, bear with me while I find this. I think Harry Kane scored some junk goals again. Harry Kane, Kane. got one,
1: Bukayo Saka got one.
0: Yeah, I think he got one against Italy from the spot as well, so.
1: Yeah. Are um, you saying
0: it doesn't count? Declan Rice also scored a nice goal in that yeah, game. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't count. Um yeah, here there it is. Sorry. Qualifies. How's this for a result? Um uh, Denmark found themselves 2-0 up at half time away to Kazakhstan. The Kazakhstani's got a pen in the 73rd to make it 2-1 and then scored in the 86th and 89th minutes to beat Denmark. That is that's massive. That is a mammoth result. Two 0 down. The absolute footballing minnows, Kazakhstan. That is, Two nil that's, down.
1: It's public holiday territory for doing this.
0: Yeah. And I also didn't realize they were part of... Have they always been part of European? I don't think they have. I'm trying
1: to think. Do Kazakhstanis actually work?
0: What? <laughs> Would they get a public holiday for this? Or is every day a public holiday? I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I'm just trying to work out. I can't remember if they were part of the Asian Federation beforehand. I feel like they were. They're very, you know, very nah, Eastern Europe. They're Europe, aren't they? They are now. I've always thought it's Uzbekistan
1: you're thinking of, isn't it?
0: Yeah, Kazakhstan.
1: It's a fine line, isn't it? Kazakhstan's just as East. It's as, a Russian uh, province, right? So it should be part of Europe.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They're all, it's all murky, but there you go. <laughs> they're, they're part of Europe. This The Denmark side had a... Uh, Matthias Jensen, Christian Norgard played Pierre Heuberg, uh Simon Kier, um, Joachim Jacques- Mela, Kasper Schmeichel. Um, not a, not an unreal team, but, you know, should be sweeping aside Kazakhstan and seemingly were at 2-0 up and lost 3-2. So lost. that's, what that's an do? absolute scene. So go check out the highlights for that if you can find them because home fans going ballistic, unreal. Um, do you have anything else from any of the internationals? It's all pretty, I didn't really take much notice of them. I don't really care. No, no not at yeah.
1: all. I, like, yeah, nothing. I didn't see anything. Like you said, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. All right, There's we'll too many to this, of these, man. We'll
0: get on to this last little bit. There was two big coaching changes that happened. Uh, Conte at Spurs. For some reason, it took Spurs a week to sack Conte after that disaster last week, that nightmare press conference. Um, and also Julian Nagelsmann from the great young manager, I think he is, who was at Bayern, has been has been let go as well. So they can replace him with Thomas Tuchel. Uh, we'll start with the Conte one. What He kind of had to go, didn't he? Despite nah. a lot of what he said being just honesty. Nah, you should have
1: been, nah, Levy should have been pet, uh, petty and just kept him there and made him right out the end of his contract. He also promised the players he would see out the season and now he is no longer. Mm. How good is his word? Where does he go now? Would you believe him as a
0: footballer? I wouldn't. How are you going to stay as a coach after calling out the guy who runs the club like that? Depends. Well, like, how good is the manager's union, I suppose? Like, how well can the club, like, the club isn't really succeeding anyway as it is. I don't think they're ever coming back from what happened in that press conference last week. So it kind of makes sense. Nothing to play for, dude. Yeah. You may as well Uh, have just kept him. You reckon? I reckon I feel like it only gets worse if you keep him.
1: It would have been like, more entertaining for us.
0: It would have been more entertaining, absolutely. I I would have loved would have loved for them to keep him. Um but I just realistically think there was there was never any way it was going to happen. I'm surprised it took a week. Yeah, why I did was, it take I a week? Was, That's the I main thing. I was thinking thing. like a day or two after like when we recorded last week is when I pretty much expected to hear that that, had, that ship had sailed, but here we are. Well, maybe they were just waiting for uh Nagelsman to become available. Maybe, maybe, and now he is because um for some reason or other he's been let go from Bayern. Isn't this just astonishing? Can, given their I know they're not top right now in the Bundesliga, but that's you know, it's pretty disrespectful, I think, to the rest of the league if you're sacking your manager at this at this stage, one point off, and especially after the Champions League run they've been on. I know. I've got his stat pack for you. Uh, eighty four games in charge of Bayern. 60 wins,
1: 14 draws, 10 losses. That is a 71.4% win percentage. You can't be getting one, rid of a coach. One Bundesliga title, two German Super Cups, and eight out of eight wins in the Champions League this season. Yep. Sacked. What, what, how do you tell people to strive for success in this world when you achieve it and you still find yourself on the wrong side of the yeah. executioner?
0: Yeah. You cannot be... Uh, I fucking hate buying for this. Like... You know, I already didn't like them, but this is just so—it just reeks of their snobbishness. At, like the way they talk about the rest of the like clubs in Germany, they try to—they act like they have Germany, uh, German football's best interests at heart, But they clearly don't because they think it's not good enough to be one point behind Borussia Dortmund right now. Yeah. They're going to get rid of the guy, despite him cruising through the group stage in Europe and then knocking out. Um, knock out PSG. Was it PSG?
1: I'm going to nod and say,
0: yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, Yeah. it was. They knocked out PSG. (laughs) And you get rid of the guy just because what he's... And they come out with this bullshit crap after that. They always do. with, are like, oh, you know... Team Unity. They, they just didn't see him as a father figure that they need. Like, what are we playing professional sport here or fuck what? Fuck off. Did you see
1: where that is- one story where they linked it to him coming in on an on electric skateboard? Scoot- oh, a skateboard. Electric skateboard. Yeah. 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 Like, fuck off, dude. He's what are you talking fuck- about? He's a fucking adult. He's also not think, that old. I think it's more egregious that people come in driving $200,000 cars than someone riding an electric skateboard.
0: Is that what it is? He didn't come in on a car that was expensive enough, so... Yeah, how, how
1: can he be daddy? You
0: know, how can you be the big daddy of Bayern Munich? Um, I just it's, I don't really atrocious. know what else to say. It's it's, it's just atrocious. I feel so bad for the guy. It's sickening. Um, and all the bullshit that come- that's where I It's the situation where I'd really love a player to come out publicly and say something, whether they agreed with it or not. But just if it is the case that the the players didn't respect him enough as this father figure or whatever. One of them should have the fucking balls to come out and say it then, I reckon.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, a player has to front up.
0: Front up and fucking, even if it's a captain or someone, just come out, front up and say, yeah, no, we 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 are, we do support this.
1: Yeah, um, we didn't gel with this guy. Something
0: wasn't working in the change room. Yeah, despite all your great results. Um,
1: yeah, and trophies.
0: Yeah, it just seems like a bunch of spoiled little pricks. Um, exactly. I don't like this. It, it's football seems to be going this way a lot. Players have a ridiculous amount of power these days. We've seen it with Mbappe at PSG. How like he pretty much just about <laughs> runs the club. He's almost runs the country at this point. Yeah, it just about runs France. or at least the French Football Federation. At and least the parts
1: of France that aren't on fire right now.
0: The ones that aren't burning. <laughs> um, and yeah, now we have buying players doing this. I guess the flip side of the coin is that the players weren't on board with this. And this came from dinosaur board members. Mm. But even then, um I guess it's harder for players to come out against it if that happens because they don't want to be outed as well. But I don't know. It just, it all, it reeks of just shitty standard buying things. Would I was you ready. Say to... object? Sorry, go on.
1: No, you finish what you're going to say. I was, gonna I was just going to
0: say, I was ready to get on board with them as well in the Champions League, given how well they pushed aside PSG and they look really good, and you know, I don't want to just hate them for no reason. And then they pull shit like this all the time. And they I do remember, this dumb shit. I remember exactly why I can't stand this club. Um, mm. they also have that, it's not really related to the manager thing, but while I'm pissing on Bayern, I might as well just keep going. He's on a roll. <laughs> have you ever seen um you would have seen footage of Bayern home games? Yeah. On so opposite the broadcast side on the left to the left of screen on the far side, there's a section of the crowd where they have to wear the, the colors that spell out the T-Mobile sign.
1: Oh, fuck off. Their
0: their shirt sponsor. So Bands do that. So to the left in the, there's a bay in the lower section of the stadium, right next to the the sideline. And in that bay, you know how you have this in the stadium, like at at Cooper's, you've got Cooper's spelled out or AUFC spelled out. In In the
1: seats and that. Yeah. They've
0: got that, but it's, the T for T-Mobile. Oh. And so everyone sitting that spells out the letter T is in white. Oh, gross. And so everyone else around them is in like their black winter jackets or whatever. And these guys have got like white ponchos on over the top to spell out Ooh. their sponsor's name. That is fucking gross. It's vile. There's yeah. no
1: way you should be asked to do that kind of thing. It's gross. That's disgusting. You're you? literally a human marketing board. You're a sandwich board.
0: It's gross. You're like one of
1: those guys in New York City that spins signs. Yeah. You don't get any fucking money for it. You're paying them to do it. I oh, know. Yeah.
0: Anyway, no, that's, that's my buying rant done. Fuck them.
1: I was going to ask you objectively, do you think uh, Tuku is actually a better manager than
0: Nagelsmann? Uh, no. Ooh, I like
1: it. He's won a Champions League before He Tuka. has.
0: But I think Nagelsmann has that ceiling.
1: Mm-hmm. He could have and- taken him there.
0: And I think you do need to consider Tuchel's relationships that have gone wrong. And I think that does detract from him as a manager. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're looking at the manager as a whole, you know, if we're talking about strictly just coaching a game of football, yeah. yeah. Tuku is obviously Tuku is obviously brilliant. But when you consider all the other stuff that comes with being a manager, um, Tuchel, you have to consider it's like a lot of the negatives that come with him. I think, and that really detracts from his uh, his abilities.
1: I wonder if they're just trying to replicate what he did with Chelsea and come in at this stage of the season. It was potentially a little bit earlier with Chelsea, but managed to guide them through and win the Champions League. I think that's what they're trying to replicate here. They want the Champions League money more yeah. than anything. And I think they would almost be willing to sacrifice the league in
0: order to get it. It could well be the case. And, um, you know, I look forward to the ugly breakup at some point. Yeah, in six it, months' time. No matter how well they do, if they win everything, he will still have an ugly breakup with them, as Ooh, he did yeah. at Dortmund, as he did at Chelsea and PSG. I don't he know how lose. ugly the Chelsea one was, but, you know, he got sacked. So, Oh,
1: well, the, the Conte handshake thing was not very fun.
0: <laughs> a lot of so people remind,
1: A lot of people reminding us that happened this season. So bizarre. <laughs> it was fucking random, dude. You're crazy. Why would you, uh, anyway, I don't know. Uh, he'll probably lose 4 0 at home to Gladbach and, yeah, do the same thing assault someone on the sidelines and get sacked.
0: Uh, we can only hope. Hey, Abruzzi. We got anything else for this week? Uh,
1: no, not really. I've got this table of players under 20 and how many games they've played in minutes, but maybe we can save that for another day. That's it. Is... Which, like, what sort of players are you talking? We're talking like the well, like Jude, your Jude Bellinghams and your Neymars, your Pedries. Your oh, Sarkins. right, yeah, save it, save it. This is an yeah, interesting we'll discussion. Yeah, right. we'll put that one in next week.
0: Well, that's the end of a boring international break. Real, <laughs> um, you know, club football coming back this week. Can't wait for it. Stay we tuned. Did, we did
1: what we could, Sam.
0: Yeah, Adelaide United back in action away to West Sydney. I think oh, if you go back and listen to our one. listen to our Red Edition from last week, you'll be able to hear predictions and stuff for that um Stay tuned on social media and on your podcast feeds, folks. I said, folks, we said we weren't going to call people folks, didn't we? Yeah,
1: but um, in in exchange for what, guys, y'all, homies, I don't y'all,
0: know. y'all, are, uh,
1: people that write y'all. Oh, it's bullshit, isn't it? NSFers? I don't know. I feel like
0: NSFers, I'm... night yeah. shift footballer. We could just call them listener people, fans, from... fans. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. We'll just call them fans. See you, fuckers. Only.